2021. The year with so many expectations. The year with so much hope. Well, you know, it was a really solid first five days. Here's to 2022. I actually saw a very funny meme uh, got sent to me um, over the uh, intertubes. Uh, and it was um, it was kind of a sort of a little bit of a 2021 joke. And it says, I'd like to cancel my subscription to 2021. I've experienced the free seven-day trial, and I'm not interested. <laughs> it's so funny. You know, everyone thought, well, 2021 can't possibly be any worse than 2020. Oh, never mind. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's talk about CXM. Um, uh, this is the CXM Experience. I'm Grad Khan, CXO, Chief Experience Officer at Sprinkler, and uh, really glad to have you here today. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of people listening. It's been really kind of cool to see the download uh, meter creeping up, and we've been doing a show every day now for uh, almost three months. So we're in the 50 plus shows realm. We do it uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, every week and uh, only missed the uh, first couple of days of this year. Uh, just needed a, a little bit of a break and a refresher and um, potentially that's why this year has gotten off to such a bad start. So I'll, I'll take the blame for it. So um, let's do a couple of quick things. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of a, a potpourri today. Uh, I think of this as a buffet table of experiences and I want, I'm going to follow up on something I talked about about a month ago um, which was this really cool new couch system uh, that I bought called Sactionals from the Love Sack. And uh, I went through the buying experience and the choosing experience, which was very interesting. And uh, I promised to sort of follow up on the assembling experience because uh, it comes in pieces. And so I wanted to see what that felt like because uh, often the IKEA assembling experience is, is not particularly fantastic. And then I want to spend a minute talking about influencer marketing and a pretty interesting piece of work I saw from Subaru. And I just want to give them some kudos and show everyone how that's working and let you try it yourself. So that's our agenda for today. Let's get rolling. So the Love Sack, Sactionals. Um, quick recap, it is the world's most adaptable couch. Uh, essentially, it is a Lego set that you can reassemble and assemble in different ways, but it's a couch. Uh, it uses some very interesting pieces to create a very stable couch and a very comfortable couch. And so, um, and they've been um, marketing it now for about a year. Uh, they've got some uh, accessories, like you've got some drink holders that can go over the arm. And you have some things like um, um, uh, the power outlet and uh, sort of a tray table. So there's a few sort of few other things you can sort of get with it. And so, um, you know, we put the order in, made it uh, on the, under the sale timing, which was fun. And um, lo and behold, it arrives. And uh, it arrived roughly within the time frame they said it was going to arrive in. And it arrives in pieces, in boxes. And the slip covers are actually separate from the boxes themselves. So you actually have to assemble it quite a bit. You have to bring the slip covers over the boxes, and then you have to then arrange the boxes on their on their stands. Then you have to snap them together with these little metal clips. Look like think of them giant, um, giant staples almost to put everything together, and um, put it all together. It took about 
two hours. Uh, wasn't nearly as bad as putting together an Ikea dresser. Uh, it was pretty easy. The instructions were easy to follow, but it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And I would say that if I were to judge the experience index on the assembly part, um, it wasn't like fantastic. However, it was pretty fantastic getting it so quickly. It was pretty fantastic being able to bring it inside so easily. Couches are always really hard to move. And there is this sort of, as you look at it, you realize I'll be able to disassemble and move this thing really easily without damaging the couch or you know, any other part of the house. So that's pretty cool. And the slip covers are really the hard part. Uh, once they were on, uh, the rest of it sort of snapped together fairly well. I think that if I were giving experience coaching to LoveSac, uh, I would encourage them to put the slip covers on. I think if that, if that had been done, if that step had been done and you're just assembling the couch, I think it would have been fun. But the slip covers made it a lot of work. So that would be an experience improvement. It was also interesting once you put it together to see it in the space and you could see what other pieces that you wanted to get as well. And so we're, we're going to actually add to it. So net-net, we are going to add to it. We're going to buy more. So that's all good. Um, it is crazy comfortable. Um, potentially too comfortable. Uh, you know, it's hard to stay awake and watch a movie in it, but it is crazy comfortable, which is great. So the core function of the couch is uh, delivered in spades and that flexibility is highly appreciated. So there's lots of good stuff going on there. So, so bravo, love sack. Thank you very much. Great work and um, keep it going. Um, maybe think about putting the slip covers on before it arrives and might make it, that would speed the time up by easily an hour. I mean, or maybe even more than that. Maybe, maybe we'll cut 75% of the time off. Uh, and um, it would not, given the price of the couch, it doesn't seem like a crazy idea. All right. So now I want to talk a little bit about um, Subaru. So I, um, I'm always doing things on, because of my job and uh, customers that I'm working with, etc. I am um, always trying things and testing things, etc. So on Twitter, about a month ago, December the eighth, I, I just put out a tweet said, uh, "I'm thinking about buying an SUV before the end of 2020. What would you recommend, friends?" And then to make it really easy, like just to show that I really wanted to make sure that I got responses, I at mentioned a number of different brands, 10, 10 car brands to be exact. And then you can take a look if you want on my Twitter feed, which is GradCon, uh, to see what I, who I mentioned. And uh, just sat back to see what would happen. So uh, immediately, some of my friends and followers gave me recommendations. So two or three people kind of jumped in. And then uh, the first car manufacturer jumped in, which was uh, Hyundai. And they said, is this a trick question? Kind of a, a cheeky way of saying, obviously, they had the best. And so I said, that's a bit presumptive, don't you think? Um, what are the interesting things you have? And I told them a little bit about my, I've got, we've got a dog, I'm moving a lot of stuff. And then they recommended the Santa Fe. Great. Another friend of mine jumped in and gave me another recommendation. Then Toyota came in and they said, you know, Toyota has, Toyota has entered the chat, which is great. They actually have their community managers sign um, their tweets. I love that because I know I'm talking to a person. So that was great. Uh, mentioned that person's name was the same as my sister. 
thought that was kind of cool. And uh, so we had a little bit of a chitty chat there and I uh, went back and forth to Toyota a little bit more and they gave me a couple of recommendations and sort of links to their website. And then uh, finally, Nissan jumped in. Um, love to have you on the road with us. Um, but uh, they think their lineup's quite impressive. And I told them my situation, and then they gave me a recommendation as well. So of 10 car brands, only three replied to me. But there is more in a second. But only three replied to me in the string, which is sort of interesting. I thought that was, I don't know, shocking. You know, because like, there are literally thousands of people saying, I'm about to buy a new car. What do you people recommend? Um, I'm obviously testing, but most of those are legit. Actually, I'm buying a car questions. And it, like literally, it's like people calling you with an order and then just ignoring them. It's amazing to me that you would ignore this. That's the first thing. The second thing is that even in the replies I got, I'd say that, you know, just sending me a link to the website, it's like not terrible, but that's it. Like, and then what was interesting is I did very specifically say I needed to buy it before the end of 2020. So I put a, a time limit in. Um, no one came back to me and said, hey, how's it going? No one gave me, hey, here's a, um, a way to book a um, test drive. Uh, no one asked where I lived to connect me to a dealer. Nobody gave me an end of year clearance sale offer. There must have been some, right? There usually are. Uh, nobody did any kind of follow up. And this is actually one of the biggest problems on modern channels today in these social platforms People are treating the conversations as one and done. That's not right. You know, you've got a connection to somebody. You don't just never talk to them again. But because there aren't social automation tools available, like there is an email, people don't have a way of getting back. Now, the way that I get around this uh, at Sprinkler in our customer experience center is we don't actually use an engagement product, uh, which has that one and done sort of mentality. We actually use our care product to do engagement. And in care, you can set up a case and then you can set up the case for follow-up. So we continue to follow up back and forth with people over time to maintain that relationship. And I think that's really important. And that's a, that's a, a good and not crazy kind of hack to do that. Um, but then what was really interesting about this feed, so I've kind of given you the so far, so far, Nissan. And then I got um, someone named Lacey Shelton said Subaru. I don't know, cool. And then uh, someone mentioned another Toyota product, and then and then Nick goes um, Ford. So this kind of, and then uh, some what the L said um, Subaru, and then Yasmin said Subaru, and then um, and then my mind is an ominous weapon <laughs> said Subaru, and Gigi said Tesla, and then Miss Ma'am said Subaru, and then Chris Ferguson said Subaru, and then. Truck said, I love my Outback, Subaru. And then Lois said, Subaru. And then Janet Cabot said, Subaru. And then Jackie O said, Subaru. And Ms. Frog said, Subaru. And Dan Jensen said, Subaru. And uh, Daniel Axe 3 said, Subaru. And Mike Sikora said, Subaru. And Jeff said, Subaru. And Jeff Ong said, Subaru. And Clayton said, Subaru. And Jamal said, Subaru. And Brett Baisley said, Subaru, get it? Like, I keep going. But like, suddenly all these strangers, I don't know any of these people, all started saying Subaru. 
And so if you look at this sort of kind of question in the feed, you're like, well, that was really nice that Hyundai, um, Nissan, and Toyota got back to me. Good for them. And um, they were helpful. And I'll, I would definitely look at all three of those vehicles. No question. That'd be crazy not to try a Subaru. Like, <laughs> it's like everyone said Subaru. So like, what's going on here? Is it just so many people love their Subarus? And you think if that's really true, then Subaru should be the number one car in the world, right? So I go back up to my top and I notice that I've got two quote retweets. So I click on that. And, uh, and when I look at the quote retweets, um, Timothy Cronin quote retweeted me and said Subaru. <laughs> okay. But then Subaru's handle quote retweeted me with an offer. And what's super interesting is the offer is if you buy before January 4th, we'll donate to a charity of your choice, $250. Really interesting offer uh, called Share the Love. But I thought, well, that's interesting. So Subaru did reply to me, but as a quote retweet, why would they quote retweet me? Particularly because I actually had 10 brands in my at mentions and um, they were one of them, but there were nine other brands that were not them. Not many people quote retweet their competitors. So I sniffed around a little bit. Subaru has a program called Subaru Ambassadors. And Subaru Ambassadors allows people to show their love for Subaru. And basically they follow Subaru. And then when someone's looking for a car, Subaru quote retweets it. And their ambassadors go to work to jump in and say, hey, you'd love a Subaru. Amazing, right? Great way of leveraging your customers. Great way of creating an influencer marketing motion and a very powerful way of getting people to feel there's a credible way, a credible message behind buying that car. Love it. Congratulations, Subaru. You won that round. And uh, it was uh, very, very, very impressive the way you did that. And whoever uh, has set that program up for you uh, deserves a raise and a promotion. And um, I'd love to interview that person on the CXM experience. So DM me on Twitter and let's uh, let's chat a little bit because I thought it was very impressive. Nice job. So that's uh, the CXM experience for today. Kind of a fun one, uh, sort of a little bit longer than usual, but nice job by LoveSack. I'd say, you know, overall, um, the experience of assembly was maybe a six out of 10, uh, but the overall experience end to end was uh, easily a nine out of 10. And the experience of actually enjoying the couch is a, a 10 out of 10 for sure. So uh, we're in really good shape, Love Sack. Um, I, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving everything. Um, see what you can do about the, the fittings. And then uh, when it comes to influencer marketing, not enough people are using this tool. So uh, look at what people like Subaru are doing. I would also say that, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going to the next level right now because Subaru took us there. But the seven brands that didn't, I guess the six brands that didn't reply at all, really? Come on, get on your game. Like, don't ignore potential customers. That's ridiculous. And you have plenty of time to get back to me. So that's uh, outrageous that people would actually say I'm buying a car with a specific date and at mention you and you just ignore it. That's uh, shameful, quite frankly. So with that note, <laughs> we're going to end today's show. The CXM experience will come back tomorrow. 
And for the CXM experience, I am Grad Khan, and I'll see you next time.